The chair clattered across the room, my blood boiling hot. All I could see was his victims, glimpses in the dark that would haunt me until the day I died. Why did you do it, Mr. Kent? What kind of sick, twisted mind could do this to another? To the woman he loved? He just kept sniveling, that pathetic, mewling coward. What I had seen was the face of a predator, a monster that knew the human body and how to twist it into the devil's sculpture. But that whimpering coward just shielded himself with his hands, recoiling. I keep telling you, it wasn't me. I didn't do it. You're lying, I bellowed, raising my hand and slapping him across the face, dropping him to the floor. He didn't even have time to spit up the blood before I hoisted him up by his collar and gave him the backhand. Tell me the truth. Tell me you did it, Kent. And that was when his expression changed. His cheek, once pale, had become flush. I thought that it was just the start of the bruise from striking him, but I was wrong. I saw it in his eyes. The thing in front of me was not terrified. It had the cruel, calculating eyes I'd been searching for this whole time. He was death's own hand. He didn't do it. My poor, simple detective. But I did. And please, call me Doctor. And I'm afraid that's where we'll have to end this installment of our ripped-from-the-headlines thriller, The Doctor Made Me Do It. Tune in next time for... That's supposed to be me. I swear to God, this shite keeps getting worse. Don't know why I even listened to it. And I find out who the hell leaked the story I'm gonna... Free May. Detective Eugene Clifford, 9th Precinct. It's been three weeks, still nothing through official channels. Thought I'd get the case notes at the records just to read through again, make sure I hadn't missed anything. And gave me the runaround. And later, the tenant told me off. Said it seems like I've got too much free time. And if I don't find myself a better way to keep busy, she's going to find one for me. Between this and the thing last month, I'm getting the message real clear. They want me to stop digging. Well, too bad. There's something really rotten here. And I'm not going to stop till I figure out what it is. 9th of May. Detective Eugene Clifford, 9th Precinct. Been looking into the Kent family. Thought maybe someone would have heard something. Both parents are still alive, living over in Dunwich. Swung by to talk to them and they wouldn't say a damn thing. A knock and the lady of the house lets me in. I flash my badge, start to ask if maybe they've heard from their son. And next thing I know, some slick, stuffed shirt, hoity-toity, tea and crumpets, arsehole, comes over and tells me, it's time for me to be leaving. And hustles me back out. I don't know what's going on, no way he's a fed. I've been coming at this the wrong way, gotta change direction. 24 May, Detective Eugene Clifford, 9th Precinct. The S 
esoteric order of the all-seeing eye, goddamn ridiculous name, is a shite secret society. Took me a week to figure out where to look, and that was just because I was overthinking it. No way they'd hang out at Deacon and I, first place anybody'd look. Well, what do you know? I get led straight there. Still got a few friends in university security. Gotta see about getting the campus tour. 3rd of June, Detective Eugene Clifford, 9th Precinct. Did they do any actual teaching at Taken? I got evidence of three professors cheating on their wives with other women, two cheating with other men, a handful who are getting fleeced by con men, a couple more who are con men, and of course the standard drunks, dopeheads, gamblers and thieves. A priest would have a goddamn field day. There are a couple of them I want to check out. La Terza, Rigby, Howard, Pasternak, and Bowler. Religion, physics, linguistics, and applied mathematics, whatever the hell that is. Gonna see if any of them have a record. Go from there. Alright, 5th of June. Detective Eugene Clifford, 9th Precinct. Someone told the captain I was looking around the university. Called me in and said I needed to get it through my thick skull that I wasn't just off the Kent case, that it wasn't any Kent case. And this better be the last time anyone caught me on the grounds unless I was there on his orders. And did I understand that? Told them I understood just fine. So, I'm going to be sure no one catches me next time. June 22. I'm being watched. Didn't want to say anything till I was sure, but... Today's the fourth time I've seen a guy in a grey Macintosh just happen to be going the same way as me. Don't again who he's with, but they can't be that smart. He's no good at his job. It's the middle of goddamn summer, damn raincoat stands out for a mile. 17 July. I should have been talking to the students this whole time. They know what's going on. Got more from them in an hour than I did from the staff in a month. Something is going on. Kids have been just vanishing from campus for years. Everybody knows about it. Even made it a big joke. Cute little name and everything. And whoever I talk to, one name keeps coming up. August Howard. But what the hell does any of this have to do with Frederick Kent? 27 July. Been trying to corner on Howard, but no luck. Man in the max got a buddy now. Can't leave the apartment without one of them on my arse. August 2nd. The captain says this is my last chance. If I don't drop this obsession of mine and get in line, it's going to go real bad for me. What the hell's he going to do? Fire me? Been in the force 25 years. No way he's letting me go. 18 August. Detective Eugene Clifford. 9th Precinct. Maximilian Coleman. It all comes back to him. Anything I find, if I dig into it deep enough, he is at the bottom. The warehouse Kent rented, owned by Coleman, through three different fronts and shells, but he's the money. Him and Alan? They go to the same club, smoke cigars and drink brandy together, or whatever it is wrist bastards do for fun. Turns out, the Kent family company was in rough shape. 
looks like Teddy there didn't have a clue, but they were going to lose everything. And then someone bought him out and bid high, right around when he went away for his health. That's what they're saying, that he went away for his health. And now they're sitting pretty again. You follow that back. Guess who's the guy with the dosh? Coleman. He's got the answers. He's got to figure out a way to get close to him. This is so much bigger than I thought. Can't this doctor? They're small fish and whatever the hell is going on. They've been to my apartment. Don't know who. Searched the place. Didn't bother to hide it. Took all my notes. I've been keeping a copy at the precinct. And these recordings. Gonna have to find a place see if I can leave backups. Means I'm on the right track. Just gotta keep digging. They can't scare me into quitting now I'm so close. 30 August. Detective Eugene Clifford. The feds were at the precinct. Same bastard that disappeared Kent. He was in there talking to the captain when I came in. Wasn't going to give him a chance to grill me, so I just turned around and headed right back out. See, on Coleman's payroll. So if there are two entirely different sets of assholes riding me. 9 September. There's some fancy dude at the museum tonight. Big names, the mayor, the police commissioner, and of course Coleman's going to be there. If I can get in and get him alone. 12 September. Detective Eugene. No, that's wrong. Got my arse fired. Yeah, they shit gunned me. Took my gun and my badge. Captain said after what happened to me, you see him, I'm a liability to the department. Coleman must have got to him too. Just need to keep digging. 20 October. The de- Eugene Clifford. They broke into the apartment again and trashed the place. Thank God I stopped keeping anything important there. I think they're trying to grab me. Make me disappear. Like they did with Kant. Well, not going to make it easy. 29 October. Big black car nearly ran me down. Jumped the curb. Come straight at me. Managed to get out of the way somehow. Didn't know I could move so fast. Seems like I'm too close to whatever this is. Because they figure if they can't grab me, they're going to take me out. One way or the other, this has got to Local fisherman Denny Sullivan was shocked by a grisly catch this Halloween morning. When the industrious fellow pulled in his net, he found his net filled with not the expected walleye, but the body of Eugene Clifford. Clifford was recently dismissed from his position as detective with the 9th Precinct after a public assault on local businessman and philanthropist Maximilian Coleman. Though the corpse's face was disfigured beyond all recognition after its time in the water, it was easily identified by the contents of the wallet, including Clifford's ID and a written commendation for 25 years of police service. Mr. Sullivan remained cheerful about his horrific haul, optimistically asserting he would be using the experience in the radio play he is currently writing. We wish you success, Mr. Sullivan. And now, it's time for the toe-tapping tunes of the Gilman Glue Music Hour. (laughs) 